Welcome back to another episode of the Only Film Fans Podcast. My name is Trace, and I'm with the YouTube channel Pierce Productions. Today, I'm joined by the popcorn king himself, Brad, from Let's Be Real with Brad. And we also have the runner-up for the... <laughs> this is this one's hard to say. We also have the runner-up for the 2021 Suck Contest, because he loves to suck down those ices, Jared from Jared Talk Cinema. Oh, as long as it's icy and not something else, I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that one was hard to say without a straight face. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, guys, what are we talking about today? We haven't had an episode in like two weeks. That sounds crazy to say out loud, but like, how have you guys been? What are we talking about today? Well, I think because it's a brand new year. And his new movies and hopefully movie theaters will stay open with, you know, everything going on in the world and the virus and all that, that we can talk about our most anticipated movies of 2022. I think that's a pretty good topic. I'd say so. I am really excited considering that all three of us have made videos. So this is a topic we are very much interested in, but I think the most interesting thing is we'll go over the movies that we put in our, you know, most anticipated. There's a plenty of movies that we are interested to see, even if they didn't make our most anticipated list that we made for YouTube. So, and I also haven't watched Jared's video yet. So at some point in this, in this uh, podcast, I want to see if I can guess all 10 of his most anticipated of the year. I think you got it all down, Brad. You have all 10 of them, I bet, perfectly predicted. Well, before we get into the top 10 for Jared and Brad, and before we all start talking about our most anticipated, as much as we love talking about movies, another factor of this podcast is our journey with YouTube. So now that we're in the beginning of the year, can we talk about our last couple weeks on YouTube? I know Brad just had a celebration of his two-year anniversary on YouTube. Jared, he's back on YouTube making videos. Can we, can we talk about how our last couple weeks have been? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been pretty good uh, considering that not a lot of movies have like come out and somehow that we're still striving, we're still doing well. And I'm I'm excited for what YouTube's going to be. I've actually uh, projected because, you know, I'm a stats guy. I actually projected if I'm on the same pace that I would be from last year or for my channel as a whole for my whole time. I could actually get about to 1,300 subscribers to 1,500 subscribers by the end of the year. It could probably hit 1,000 subscribers in around July or August. So depending on how the movies are and the screenings and how well I am better in my own content. So that's really exciting news. I think you can do it, man. You make awesome videos. Thanks, man. I try. I uh, It's... It's hard. I take it a little too seriously, um, but you know, it's something I hope I can be able to do because I would love to be a full-time critic. But Jared, you are making videos again. It is about time. We missed your videos, yeah. and how, how does it feel? Really good. Yeah, because I've been out of action since like September because my tech crashed. My laptop was basically done. Um, I'm actually using it right now as a paperweight to hold up my uh, my new device I'm using for editing. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing live streams and shit as well as this podcast and all that. But like, yeah, I've definitely missed making videos. 
And yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of fun making my newest video, and I'm really excited to get back into it. It's definitely a really nice feeling to be back. Uh, one question I have for you is, uh, did you feel a little rusty coming back to this newest video? Actually, I felt kind of refreshed. I'm not going to lie, because like, you know, it's a lot, you know, so having a couple months break there definitely kind of maybe clear my head a little bit and kind of taking the channel in a bit more of a different direction, I feel now, so... I feel all those were good factors. I, I think I can make videos a little bit faster now too, so it won't be as time-consuming, so it won't get us so burnt out and whatnot. So no, actually, I felt refreshed, if anything. Uh, what? Uh, another question I have just just came up. Uh, what are you looking for? Like, uh, how many videos are you looking to do per week? I would like to do two a week. I feel that's a good number, but the only problem with that is I pretty much mostly do new releases, and so we'll see how many like. We can actually get like for example we're in january right now and well we're ha we have scream which i'm very very excited for but i mean like so i'll definitely do that but like what's coming out next week what's coming out the week after that well we would have had morbius but you know sony decided to you know be sony and push it back again so i mean hey like i don't even know so i'll definitely try to do two if there's two new releases i can do but if not we'll see what happens i do want to do more live streams as well though so maybe i can do like one normal video and then one live stream sweet and then we have Trace, who is making a ton of content right now. And uh, I've noticed you've had a bit of a different change to your uh, video output of doing all different kinds of stuff. And I've actually been a little, I guess, surprised on, on some of the videos that you've been making in a good way. Um, so how about you tell us about that? Yeah, man. Um, whenever that Tiger King 2 video came out a couple weeks or a couple months ago, actually. Yeah, a couple months ago. That's when I started to notice like, hey, maybe this is something that I can take advantage of and still try and have fun with and put my own twist on it. And because like as much as I love talking about movies, I also love talking about TV. So I was thinking, you know, maybe I can sprinkle in some more TV stuff and maybe some low profile stuff that people might not be talking about like the mcgruber like the mcgruber revival i knew a lot of people weren't going to talk about that south park's my favorite show of all time and i had a great success with the specials that came out like i was going to watch those anyway so why not make a video about it too and i think that i just started to realize that maybe as much as i love talking about these big tentpole movies maybe i need to try and start and shift over to a couple smaller things and sprinkle the big things in here or there. And going forward, I think I'm gonna continue doing that. If there's a really big movie coming out that I really wanna talk about, I will, but I'm not gonna feel like I'm obligated to anymore like I did a couple months ago. I felt like I was obligated to. And I was telling you guys briefly in the beginning that I want to incorporate more sketches on my channel because every now and then you guys will notice I'll start a video with a sketch and I really get to let my creative juices flow with that. I have a lot of fun doing that, playing different characters, and I want to incorporate more sketches on my channel in some form or fashion. They're going to be movie related. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to have fun is my big thing. I just want to have fun. Uh, one of the biggest things that we all noticed is that you hit 200 subscribers, which is a very hard accomplishment doing on YouTube is if you have gone through statistics, uh, it is a very like most YouTuber people don't hit 200 subscribers. I know like 
that like in the scheme of things, comparing yourself to like Mr. Beast and all these other people, like it seems small, but in reality, like if you think about how many channels there are, like 200 is really hard to do. And uh, I think both Jared and I are very proud of you for being able to stick with it and you keep making great content. Um, yeah. One of the things that I noticed was uh, the South park um, ones that you were talking about have done super well. Do you think that, maybe you could do more South park content and just see like, if it just keeps getting you more views, you could just turn it into a South park channel. Do you ever think about something like that? Well, uh, no, I, I don't think that I want my channel to be exclusively South park, even though it is my favorite show. I do feel like if I only talked about South park, I would get kind of burnt out on the show, even though I love it so much, but I do feel that sprinkling in South park videos here and there to show my love for it is what I'm going to continue to do, but I don't want it, my channel to be strictly South park. Um, but yeah, man, 200 views in just a little over a year. I've been doing it. Um, listen, I'm happy with that. You know, like I, I've made a lot of good friends over the last year and um, I really don't have like any expectations for this year. You know, if I got to throw a number out there, if I get to 250 by the end of the year, I'll be happy. Awesome. Yeah. It seems like, um, it seems like the change in direction for you, I think has like really worked well. And I think just being as creative as you possibly can has really made your channel pop a lot. And, uh, I can't wait to see what you do, man, because these past couple of videos have been really doing well for you. Uh, so keep and, at it, man. And Jared, <laughs> um, he texted me privately and he was uh, commending me on how serious I took the um, underage undercover review. That one was about like online child uh, like sex offenders. And I took that video very seriously instead of like making jokes and stuff. And Jared kind of uh, commended me on that. He thought that was a nice change of pace for to see me in a serious atmosphere. Yeah, I wish I was a little bit more fun and jokey, so... I, I, I like serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, moving on from, from YouTube, what are we here to talk about, boys? We're here to talk about our most anticipated of 2022 with our fingers crossed that we don't get another year like 2020 where everything just gets pushed back. I think we'll be all right. I don't know, man. Turning Red's going to Disney Plus. Morbius got pushed back. What's going to be next? But they're still coming out this year. They're still coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. So how do we want to do this? Oh, sorry, Brad. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> I was just going to say, do we just want to go one by one and do our top 10 or just someone say all their top 10 at once? Well, I want Brad to guess my top 10. Oh, yeah. 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 Brad, go ahead and give your guesses for Jared's top 10. I forgot about that. Okay. So I have thought about your top 10 for a while. I, I'm some of it. I'm a little unsure, but I think, ah, I think I got it. Okay. So I'm just saying this right off the bat. This is not going to be in order. I'm, I will. I think I can guess your top, top two. Okay. So here we go. This is not in order. And I want you to tell me after what I got right. I don't want you to X me out because I'll just lose my confidence after that, you know? So, okay. all right. So I think uh, one of your movies is Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Jurassic World Dominion, 
Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think Nope. I think Scream 5. I think Lightyear. Uh, I think I put this as a surprise one. Black Adam, maybe. And uh, the Batman. I think the Batman and Spider-Verse are your top two. Dude, you are scary close to his list. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, <laughs> Which one did I not get? You have eight out of ten. I'm going to guess it wasn't Black Adam or Lightyear. Take those it two wasn't off, Black right? Adam. It wasn't Black Adam. But I do have Lightyear on the list. Actually, that's the one that Trey said he was surprised by. So you had Lightyear. So it was Black Adam. I might change that out. Um, Avatar 2? Nope. Nope? Okay. No, I'm saying you got 8 out of the 10. So another one of the ones that you mentioned is not on the list. Okay, let's Fair start enough. with Jared's number 10. Well, first off, I did have two honorable mentions. So I'll just mention those briefly. I had Knives Out 2 as an honorable mention. And Don't Worry, Darling, as my other honorable mention. And so then for my, t- my number 10, uh, my number 10 is The Fablemans, the new Steven Spielberg movie, which is going to be a movie about his childhood, which I think is a really, really cool idea. Yeah, I think that would be a cool idea. Steven Spielberg's the GOAT. Hell yeah. Yep. My favorite director, so. Mr. Brad, what's your number 10? Uh, my number 10 is Babylon, directed by Damien Chazelle. So that's Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and Tobey Maguire. I mean, Damien Chazelle is going to be a legend after First Man, La La Land, and Whiplash, which I all own, I love. And this movie is just going to be fantastic. It goes over film. People are probably going to say it's a little pretentious, like they did La La Land. And I actually rewatched La La Land the other day, and uh, Maddie saw it for the first time, and I loved it even more. So I cannot wait. So... Because Jared gave an honorable mention, I'm also going to give one honorable mention, and that is also going to be for Babylon. So I just want to let you guys know before I get in my top 10 that the video I put up on YouTube was my top five. So there's five movies that I'm going to mention with you guys that no one else has heard before. So there, this is the exclusive area. You can hear all my top 10, but I don't have any indie stuff on my top 10, like no Oscar darlings. I'm I'm in it for a big bucket of popcorn, a big soda next to me. I'm ready for some blockbusters. So anyone that doesn't like that, I don't know what to tell you. My number 10 is DC's The Flash, where we see uh, Barry Allen traveling in the multiverse and possibly a little bit of Flashpoint is going to be going on with Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton both returning in their roles. I think it's hilarious that DC is really heavily advertising that Keaton and Affleck are both in it while Sony or while Marvel and all of them kept Toby and Andrew hidden. I just think it's funny. Like DC knows they need to advertise, but Marvel's like, oh, we can, we can play it coy. I think that's pretty funny. I think the reaction is going to be the same as Spider-Man. When, not for Ben Affleck, but when you see Michael Keaton come back on screen, I think people are going to flip out like they did with Toby. Yeah, but people are going to know about it, though. They're still going to flip out. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. Um, I think the Flash movie almost needs to market because, you know, DC movies don't have that reputation. Spider-Man can literally just get away with it. I mean, people are going to see a Spider-Man movie no matter what. It's one of the highest 
you know, grossing characters of all time with merchandising and everything along with Batman. They could do whatever the hell they want at this point. Flash kind of needs it because we haven't, we only got him in the Snyder Cut and the Josh Whedon Snyder Cut, uh, fucking Justice League movies. So I don't know. I'm interested. Andy Muschietti is actually directing it, who uh, who did the It movies. So hopefully it's so good. So my only thing is Andy Muschietti really let me down with It Chapter 2. I feel like he was just given way too much freedom with that because of the success of It Chapter 1. So It Chapter 2 kind of scared me for his rendition of The Flash, only because I don't want it to be bloated. Damn, I actually like It Chapter 2. I can understand yeah, I it's definitely disappointment, two. but I think It Chapter 2 is actually a quite solid movie. It's like a strong 6 out of 10 for me. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. It works. Hey, whatever works, man. Uh, let's move on <laughs> to the number 9. Jared? Number nine is going to be another multiverse movie. Number nine for me is going to be Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So, you know, we all love the first movie. And this one, as he's actually going into the multiverse himself this time, instead of people coming to him, I think it's cool. Spider-Man 2099 is going to show up, which is going to be cool. And it sounds like it's going to be epic because it's part of one of the stories. So it's probably going to be really huge and epic, probably way more so than the first one. So, yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome movie. Uh, So my... (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that first Spider-Man was such a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it, it it was so good that I for me it's it's my best Spider-Man movie. Like I I've seen it like 3 times. I I really love it. Uh okay. Uh so my number 9 pick is uh The Sun which is going to be directed by Florian Zeller who directed The Father which almost won best picture uh last year or 2 years ago. Uh it has a pretty good cast in here so I'm pretty excited to see it. It's actually based off of the director's own play that he made. So yeah, it's going to be a movie that no one really knows that's out but it's a movie that I'm pretty excited for because I know it's going to be good. I just, I know it's going to be good. So I had to have it that high. Hang on. So the guy who made The Father is now making a movie called The Son. Yeah, but it's actually based off of one of his plays that he made. It's like a different story. It's not like connected to the other movie. Well, I guess his next movie is going to be called The Holy Ghost. Okay, Trace. <laughs> Trace, you're, what is your number nine, sir? So my number nine is coming out in a month. And as soon as I say the name, you guys are going to understand why I, why I picked it. Because you guys, by now, should understand my humor. I'm really excited for Jackass number four. Jackass Forever looks like it is going to be just dumb fun. And when it comes out, I'm going to be in California with my friend, um, who I haven't seen in a while. We're going to see it together. The same weekend it comes out, my sister is flying into California to see me. I haven't seen her in three years. So uh, one of the things I want to do with all of us is go see the movie before going out uh, on the town in L.A. And uh, I just want to laugh my guts off with uh, my sister and my friend and have a good time. So I'm excited. You got to recreate some of those stunts, too. Oh, hell no. No, that's not happening. They do some crazy <laughs> stuff in that move in those movies. And uh. yeah, there's like a fucking bear in the room. And I saw that. In the yeah, they like to they like to mess with bulls a lot too. Johnny Knoxville likes to do a lot of stunts involving bulls. 
Have any of those guys ever gotten like seriously hurt? Oh, dude, Johnny Knoxville gets hurt all the time, and but I I'm think talking like this... serious, like career-ending injuries, doing any of that stuff. Not that I've heard of. I mean, like, even though they are <laughs> like they poise themselves to be like kind of stupid, like I think they do take the stunts very seriously on set, like behind cameras. Like they actually like test it out and make sure, like, yes, you may break something but you're not gonna like break your spine like i do that i think that at some certainty they take it a little bit serious i don't know man that's a motherfucking bear like in a thousand pound extremely dangerous creature in a room with that dude covered in salmon like that man is i don't know man that... i just want to have a good time i want to have a couple drinks in me and just enjoy it and laugh <laughs> did i did i surprise you that much with that brad come on I shouldn't have surprised you no, that much. No, I'm just I'm just laughing because uh, I was actually gonna binge all the Jackass movies, but like I really, I I don't know, bro, I, dude, they're funny. Come on, I've never I seen liked, them actually. Yeah, I liked Bad Trip, but what about know. um <laughs> Bad Grandpa? Did you like that? I never I never watched any of them. Oh, dude, you gotta watch the Jackass movies and then you gotta watch Bad Grandpa. I watch a good time. It's a good time. All oh, right, let's I move on to them all. Let's move on to the number eight. All right, so my number eight is going to be Lightyear. So Trey said he was pretty surprised by it, but I mean, hey, it's Pixar and it's Toy Story. Like, come on, how can you not be excited for that? I think it's going to be super awesome. It's going to be super good and epic. I'm not normally a fan of spinoffs, but with this spinoff, I think it's a cool concept about like Buzz actually being a space ranger. Chris Evans is voicing Buzz, which I think is awesome. So yeah, this has potential to be one of the best Pixar movies. I am extremely excited for late year. Um, so I, 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 I'm super pumped. It's actually in my top 20 most anticipated. It, it easily being the top 10 for me, but I just have so many movies I picked from. But Toy Story, as you guys know, one of my favorite franchises. I cannot wait. The animation looks so good. This is the type of movie where like, I'm going to be pushing kids out of the way to go see it in the theater. I'm like, get the hell out of my way. This is me. This is for me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually think, a fair point because we're the ones who grew up with the shit so yeah i think chris evans is like perfect casting for that he is yeah yeah taiko atiti's in it too oh really i didn't know that yeah i don't know who he plays but that's what i just i just saw i was like oh okay <laughs> space hitler space hitler oh my god <laughs> not in a pixar movie sorry about that space korg <laughs> uh okay so my number eight is uh this little movie called disappointment boulevard it is going to be directed by ari aster uh if you guys don't know who that is he is a director who made hereditary and midsommar which are some of my favorite horror movies of the past decade and i think following this up with a big star like joaquin phoenix i think Pearl streep might be in this nathan lane amy ryan uh, amy ryan this has a pretty good cast. It could be like a comedy horror movie, probably set in something in Hollywood. I'm a sucker for movies like that, that are well-made movies that are like in Hollywood that are actually done right and not just pretentious pieces of garbage. I think they really work well. And Ari Aster is also going to be writing it. And so, you know, it's going to be disturbing in some weird way or form. And Joaquin Phoenix in a horror movie just sounds very enticing to me. See, the, the thing about that, though, is like we don't know anything about that. Like, I heard it's supposed to be a comedy drama, not a horror. Like, is it actually going to be a horror movie? And I heard it's also supposed to be, like, four hours long. So, I mean, I don't know, man. We'll see. 
It's going to be good no matter what. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number eight is one that uh, is coming uh, in just a couple months, directed by Sam Raimi, who directed my favorite franchise of all time, The Evil Dead, and Brad's favorite Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2. Uh, he is now coming back to Marvel, this time in the MCU, and he's going to be directing Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, the reason I'm excited about this is, one, I'm just going to disclose to you guys, I wasn't a biggest fan of 2016 Doctor Strange. I've only rewatched it two or three times. Um, it's just not really one of my go-tos for Marvel. But he got a significant character upgrade with uh, Infinity War, I believe. And and then it transferred over into, you know, he made a little cameo in Thor, uh, Ragnarok, I should say. And especially with Spider-Man, they've definitely understood where to take this character and how to treat this character. And... I'm on board. He's a badass. I'm excited for this new one coming up. And we're going to have Wanda in it. And I think that Wanda is going to go bad. After seeing um, WandaVision, I think she's going to start out helping Doctor Strange. And I think she's going to end up being the the big bad guy at the end of the movie. Hmm. It's not a, it's it's not just a bad a theory. idea. It's a good theory. I like it. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think she's too well-liked, but I would like to see that, to be honest with you. I think it'd be really cool. Well, she started off bad in Age of, Ultra, Age of Ultron. It's true, but I think she is, like, too popular now, where before, mm. like, you could because she was such a side character, and now, like, the thirst for Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda is, like, rampant. So, I mean, maybe if they do the whole X-Men, they could easily make her a villain again, but I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I think there's just the thirst for Elizabeth Olsen in general, honestly. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, she's very hot. <laughs> uh, I knew that was gonna happen. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Man, you know, Darwell, you said that you phrased it that way on purpose so we would say it. Don't even pretend otherwise. You knew that I we did. were <laughs> He was just trying to see which I... one of us he could catch. <laughs> I caught both of you. <laughs> well, Jared said it first. I was gonna stay quiet. <laughs> uh, that's kind of surprising Trace and everyone pretty open about that kind of stuff oh dude I don't care <laughs> yeah I don't care either we're guys is what we do alright um, number 7 we're into the number 7 Jared and you know what I'm actually surprised we're only 3 in but none of us has had the same number um, number 10 number 9 number 8 we, we haven't had the same one I wonder if that's going to happen well, we're not going to have the same number seven because Brad already mentioned this one, but my number seven is Babylon. So that's the movie that you missed, Brad, when going through my list. But yeah, Babylon, I'm excited for all the reasons that you mentioned when you talked about it, honestly. And yeah, I, like I'm not always the biggest fan of like artsy movies, but because it's Damien Chazelle and because it has that cast and especially that premise of like 1920s Hollywood going from silent movies to talkies, that is a really cool concept. Like that is probably going to win Best Picture, let's just be honest, because Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood, so I think it's going to be an incredible movie. Hell yeah. Going out for Babylon, that's what I like to see. Um, the, my number seven is Knives Out 2. This will be coming out on Netflix at some point this year. This is a movie that we are, we are all pretty much excited for, depending on where it is on your list. But my whole thing is like, 
I know this movie is going to be amazing. The cast looks like a Wes Anderson movie. It looks just as big as the other Knives Out movie, which was one of the best movies of 2019, in my opinion. And having Ryan Johnson, having Daniel Craig back. I wish Lakeith Stanfield would come back, but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I I think it's going to be great. And I think Netflix likes to give people creative control. They actually do have some good movies on there that allow creators to kind of do what they want. So I'm ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope we actually get it this year because I haven't heard too much about it. 100%. Yeah, I, I the cast looks great and it's probably just going to be as good as the other ones. So, you know. Before I give you guys my number one, I'm going to hum the theme song for it and you try and tell me if you can guess what it is. yes number three jurassic world we have the returning cast coming back this time they're gonna supposedly be significant roles and then we have the cast of the new trilogy there um obviously leading the forefront of the movie with uh chris pratt and bryce dallas howard listen i'm excited i'm not in there for any philosophical reasons or anything like that i just want to see dinosaurs taking out people in their backyards and even though i didn't like fast and furious 9 that opening for the imax showing that they did of the dinosaurs like roaming in the in the world that was awesome and then there was also like a year and a half ago they came out with like a five minute clip of a family camping and you see a dinosaur come while they're camping and like rip open the rv that was awesome. So long as we get stuff like that in this new movie, I mean, bro, come on. It's going to be great. So my number six comes out in just two days, and that's going to be Scream, which they really should have just called it Scream 5, but whatever. It's called Scream just by itself. And yeah, I absolutely love Scream. It's my favorite slasher franchise. The original is one of my favorite horror movies ever. The original cast is coming back. Uh, we don't have a Wes Craven or Kevin Williamson this time, but we have the guys who did Ready or Not, which is great. So I think they're good replacements. Uh, the trailers are great. I think this is going to be another great screen movie. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, I'm extremely excited. Uh, that was one movie that did not make my top 20, even though I am a massive, massive fan of Scream. It's probably like Nightmare on Elm Street was my favorite, but I think Scream might be my favorite. So like, you would think Scream should be on the list, but... You guys have seen my other 20 movies that were on there. So there's a reason why it didn't make the lists. Um, but if I made it number 21, it definitely make it. So I'm pretty excited for it. Um, my sixth most disbanded movie of the year is Asteroid City by Wes Anderson. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Wes Anderson guy. I really enjoy his movies. I know he can, a lot of people will just say he's pretentious and artsy and all that, but I think he just makes great movies. I don't think he does any of that. I think he just knows how to make well-made movies with actual good directing and writing. And this cast is insane. It's probably the biggest he's ever had. And Tom Hanks is going to be in it, which is, you know, a new for him. Uh, I cannot wait to see it because I don't know what it's going to be about, but I know it'll be good. Didn't I know that you do really like Wes Anderson? Didn't he come out with a movie this year also? Yeah, it was called The Fringe Dispatch. And when I actually gave the review for it, I didn't like it as much. But when I was ranked, when I was rating my other movies for that year, I actually bumped it up to a seven. But I people really love this movie a lot, and I'm gonna give it another rewatch because I think it could potentially make the best of 2021. It could be like an eight out of ten, but 
I think I just need to rewatch it again. I think I didn't know what I was expecting because I didn't love it as much. But yeah, the French Dispatch came out, and that was one of my that was like my third most anticipated movie of last year. So interesting. Okay, my number six is yeah we're on number six yeah my number six is one that it's a sequel and the first movie i had no interest in i thought it was just going to be another kid's film but ended up going to see it by myself uh one day i remember i was off of work and i figured i don't got anything else to do spider-man across the spider-verse part one i went and saw that first movie i think it was from 2018 and i was blown away i had such a good time in the theater with it and they came out with a little bit of a trailer a couple weeks ago and it looks like it picks up right where this one left off and we're going to see miles go into other people's universes this time so listen that first one was great so i have no reason to think this one's not going to be i'm i'm pretty excited i think i hopefully it makes a lot more money this time around because it is the lowest grossing spider-man movie which is really sad because it is really good, especially because of one best animated feature film at the Oscars for the first one. So hopefully people support this because I can't wait. It's going to be good. All right. We're now into our number five. We're halfway there. Jared, kick us off. Number five is going to be Jurassic World Dominion. So I'm a diehard fan of Jurassic Park. Um, it's one of my favorite franchises ever. I have a lot of nostalgic love for it. This movie's got an awesome co- um, awesome concept. The fact that the original cast is coming back is great. Granted, the fact that we have this at all is kind of dumb because Fallen Kingdom, like how they got to that premise was completely asinine. But I mean, hey, the, the movie itself, I think is going to be good. So this is the one they've been building up towards. So yeah, I'm so excited for Dominion. Yeah, Jurassic World Dominion did not make my top 20 or my uh even my honorable mentions i would have uh i think the last one was just very disappointing and would it have made a big top 30 top 30 yeah your top 100 it would have made it yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i like i am interested in seeing it like i did buy the five movie 4k collection like i am pretty excited it's just one of those things where when i do most anticipate I'm excited to see it as a blockbuster dinosaur or like part of the franchise, but I don't know if it's going to be good. And so that's why, because the all movies that I put on this list, if you haven't noticed, are ones that I'm excited for, but I think are going to be really good. Because so many years, I feel like I looked back and I'm like, I'm really excited for this, but like not counting for the fact that like this could very well much really suck, like like the last Fallen Kingdom. So hopefully it's good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm interested. Don't get me wrong; I'll be there opening night at IMAX and and my Jurassic Park shirt. So you know, don't think I'm a Jurassic Park hater, people. I know no, you I didn't like the second one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, we're in the top five now, and my number five is The Northman. I am extremely excited for this movie. Robert Eggers directed The Witch and The Lighthouse, which are phenomenal movies. I love those. And this is definitely probably going to be his biggest budget movie we've gotten so far from him. It's still like a smaller movie because it's going to be distributed by Focus Features, but it's got a really good cast. It looks epic. And I think it's going to be awesome. And especially because it's coming out in April, uh, we're going to get it much earlier. Like, you know, so... 
I, I didn't even really watch the trailer. I like made a post on Twitter that like, oh yeah, this looks awesome. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just like, I just knew it was going to be fucking cool. So, you know. <laughs> it does look cool. It does look cool. And I said this in my video for my top five anticipated. No matter how much I work out, no matter what diet I go on, I'm never, ever going to look like Alexander Skarsgård. He, I said the same joke in my video. Everything about him looks photoshopped. This guy's a fucking beast. Well, when you're getting paid millions of dollars, I'm sure you can uh, put on some muscle. I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving into my number five, I honestly don't think this one's going to be on either of your lists going forward. I think you would have already said this one. But I love Elvis, and there's supposed to be an Elvis biopic coming out. Tom Hanks is going to be in it. Um, I'm pretty sure he's playing the manager. And I know nothing about the movie. It's a biopic, so I can pretty much guess what the movie's going to be about. But I just really like Elvis. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. If it's anything, maybe if it's like a uh, – what's the uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie, Walk the Line? If it's like a biopic like that, I think that it could be pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I am super excited for that. That comes out reportedly on June 24th. So that will be pretty cool. All right, we're now in our number four. Jared, kick us off. Number four is going to be Thor, Love and Thunder. So you know, Thor is awesome. The Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in it, which is awesome. Like You have all the funniest characters in the MCU together in one movie, which is great. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be a big game changer for the MCU, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a really, just a really fun, entertaining to watch movie. So definitely excited for Thor Love and Thunder. Hell yeah. I'm super pumped for that. It made my top 20 most anticipated. Yeah. I'm a big Thor fan and Taika Waititi guardians. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a huge movie. All right, Brad, what's your number four? So my number four is a movie that I have been on the bandwagon for a very long time. And I have supported this movie and I'm super excited. And I said this in my video, it could have easily made my number one most anticipated. And that is Avatar 2. I am so damn excited for Avatar 2 because I'm a big James Cameron fan. I, I absolutely love what he's been able to do. And the first Avatar is really good. It, it's it's not as good as the years have gone on. I can't wait to rewatch it at some point this year. Um, but I I think the fact that he took his time to make this movie, all like f five of these movies and realizing like, hey, I have underwater scenes. So like I need to take a lot more time making this and making it look good as possible. Just shows the amount of commitment and time that James Cameron has. And so I'm super pumped to see it. I even got into an argument with uh, Sean Chandler about this in 2019 about Avatar. Uh, I, we actually had a back and forth conversation. I hope I could just pull it up at some point about the Avatar movies and James Cameron. So, well, there you go. I've, I've day one. I'm excited maybe, for Avatar too. Maybe when it gets closer to the release, you can try and pull up those tweets or DMs or whatever you did to message him, and you can like revisit that and be like, "Hey, four years ago, me and Sean Chandler were talking about Avatar two, and now it's finally coming out." Hell yeah! I I hope I prove him wrong because he was he he told me I just proof on Twitter that he said that they he shouldn't be making the Avatar movies. He he should be making other movies 
And I told them, I think these Avatar movies are going to be groundbreaking. And I think they're going to be some of the greatest achievement we have in movie history. And he said, we'll see. And I know I'll I'm going to be right. <laughs> I definitely want to see I, those I agree tweets. With Sean on that one. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually on Sean's side on that one. I think Cameron should be doing other shit. Because you said he's been taking his time. Well, that's a bit of a fucking understatement. Like that man makes George R. R. Martin look like the fucking Flash with like how long he's taken to make that shit. Like, good Lord. Like it's been thir- by the time it comes out, it's been 13 fucking years. And then we're going to get one every two years. Is anyone even going to care at that point? Because it's been so long since the last one. I don't even know. Hey, we'll see this year. I'm telling you, people are going to see. Once that trailer comes out, (laughs) once that trailer comes out, I'm telling you, people are going to lose their minds. And you guys are all going to be coming back to me like, Brad, you were right. I know it. People were like, oh, I'm not excited for Avatar 2 because they keep pushing and pushing. I'm telling you, they put a lot of work. I mean, look at the behind the scenes. Like, I mean, he filmed them like almost all at once. Like, that is like, like the Lord of the Rings style, you know? And they, like, he actually took his time to make it. And, Look at all the movies he's made. He has made some of the biggest movies of all time. Like, well, they're going to be. There has been gonna a be big good. gap in a lot of his movies. He went from Titanic to Avatar, and that was like a almost 10-year gap. And now he's doing Avatar <laughs> to Avatar 2, and that's a 13-year gap. So within a 25-year span, we've only had three movies from him. So I can see both I'm sides. Fine. So. I'm Well, see, here's my thing. Like – I want to make that argument because what studio would let someone like this do it if he wasn't such a moneymaker? I mean, Terminator, Aliens, all these movies have gone to so much critical acclaim, so much money at the box office. And the fact that they're, like they would let a director like this make five movies in a row and they're not guaranteed to succeed. Like they'll probably make money. They'll probably do well. But who knows? Like this is a really big gamble. Like what other creative person has this much control like this? Steven Spielberg. True. I'd say Spielberg, but not a project like this. I mean, this is very ambitious. I mean, if he is able to pull all five of these movies off and actually finishes it, that would be insane. And if they're all good and these ginormous movies that broke innovation for visual effects and for whatever reasons for blockbusters, that'd be insane. Trace, do you remember the South Park episode with James Cameron, like raising the bar? Oh South yeah, I remember. I remember. Don't worry, I know that episode. <laughs> Sorry, right, let's move on. Let's move on to my yeah. number four. My number four <laughs> is one that you guys have already said. It is uh, the Northman. So the witch, I absolutely love the witch. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen the Lighthouse. <clears throat> it's on my list, but I'm going based off the trailer, which looked bad ass and i'm going off my love of the witch i rewatch the witch every year it's a great movie um i do need to i do need to check out the lighthouse though um but i got time before the north one comes out but yeah man um the only thing i can say about the northman is it just looks crazy good looks like it's gonna be a badass film um so give it to me i'm ready jared we're in our we're in our top three now yeah, top three. So uh, number three is a movie that we don't know that much about, but because of the people involved, that's enough for it to get all the way up there. So that shows how talented this team is. But my number three is definitely going to be Nope, the new Jordan Peele movie. So Jordan Peele is absolutely brilliant. Like I loved his last two movies, Get Out and Us. Get Out being honestly top 10 horror movies of all time for me. I think it's a phenomenal movie. 
And like I said, we know nothing about this, but because it's a new Jordan Peele movie and because it looks creepy as hell, because we got that poster, which was really unsettling by itself, just like that cloud, like the ribbon, like what the fuck? It was really creepy. Like, I think it's going to be fucking really disturbing. I think it's going to be awesome. And also uh, the cast too, Daniel Cooley is coming back and Steven Young's going to be in there. And even that title, like, no, like, what does that mean? It's just a really kind of creepy title. I don't know. It just... Like I said, we know nothing about it, but that shows how good a filmmaker Jordan Peele is, that just him doing a new movie is enough for it to be all the way in my top three. I have mixed, fe- I have mixed feelings on Jordan Peele. Um, I really love his comedy. And, and while Get Out was really good, I enjoy that. I own it. Uh, Us didn't work for me. And he did a producer... I mean, I don't know how involved he was with Candyman, but he was a producer on Candyman, and I really enjoyed Candyman this year. I was, like, super surprised, actually, how much I liked it. So right now I have a mixed bag on Jordan Peele on whether or not I should be excited. So we'll see. Okay. Fair enough. I think uh, I think it'll be great. It actually made my top 20 most anticipated. It's actually at number 12. And uh, I'm extremely excited for it. Just like all the reasons you said. I mean, the poster is phenomenal. Like, I literally do not need a trailer. Like, it's perfect. Like, why do I want to know anything right at this point? I just, if I could see it tomorrow and not see a trailer and know nothing, I'd be way more interested. I'd be so excited. But number three for me is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. I know we've already talked about it, so I won't rehash everything. But, uh... Yeah, Spider-Man to Spider-Verse is actually one of my favorite movies of the past decade. Uh, I actually made a list on Letterboxd, so if you guys ever make one, you can see <laughs> it. <laughs> that, that, I did that for a jab. I, I set that up for a jab. But anyways, yeah, uh, it, it made it this high on the list because uh, it it just seemed like that that first movie was done so well. And even though this does have a different directors and you know, film film Lord Miller, they're gonna be back doing the writing. Uh, it just looks phenomenal and I'm, I'm just super hyped. I, it just shows to me that movies like this, like can be made for kids, but at the same time they're made for families. And it just reinserts everything that I say that when everyone's like, Oh, it's just a kid movie. It's supposed to be bad. Like sing Two, But then when you have spider verse, it's like the same level and it's a hundred times better. It could be considered one of the best movies of a decade. Like, you know, so it, it just, I guess I love it a lot because I can just throw it in people's faces. <laughs> well, my number three was on my top 10 of last year, and it never ended up coming out. It got pushed back. It has Tom Cruise in it. You got a 50-50 shot. Do you think it's going to be Top Gun, or do you think it's going to be Mission Impossible? What do you guys think? Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. You're both correct. Yes. Uh, Mission Possible 7 is coming out. And 1, 2, and 3, really not a big fan of. But when number 4 came out, directed by Brad Bird, that was a game changer for me. That was when I became on board with this franchise. And each movie just, it seems like it it gets better and better. I mean, Fallout was amazing. Um, Rogue Nation was amazing. Ghost Protocol is amazing. They're all good. So, like, why would I not think this one's not going to be good? It's the same team that made the last couple films and they're filming seven and eight back to back. And I'm excited. I mean, who doesn't love the mission possible movies? I think it's going to be great. Uh, actually, I don't, I'm not really a huge fan of that franchise. Honestly, I'll watch it, but uh, it's not like super excited for it. 
I love Mission Impossible. It made my top 10 best, my favorite franchises of all time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm super excited. And the fact that you also added about the one, two, and three, uh, originally when they did the Mission Impossibles, they were going to do them different directors. But then when Christopher McQuarrie came on for number five, they loved him so much. That was the first time they did two movies in a row. And now he's doing all the rest of the movies because five and six were great. And Fallout was probably one of the best spy movies maybe action movies of the past decade it's truly phenomenal and i i'm i'm super excited i'm wondering if tom cruise is gonna get the long hair because i don't know if you guys notice but like it seems like every other movie he has short hair long hair short hair long hair i noticed that. possible movies uh the last two i think he actually had just short hair so maybe they'll just keep the short hair trend i don't know but uh i'm, f- I'm freaking pumped i love spy movies i i love tom cruise as an actor so yeah i, I love mission impossible all right, Jared, we're kicking off with our number two spot. What do you have in your number two? Number two for me is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, yeah, I'm beyond pumped. So, like, unlike Thor, I feel this is going to be a game changer for the MCU. I think it's going to be the weirdest movie they've ever done. I think it's going to open up a lot of doors, do a lot of things. And the fact that they're already introducing What If into the mainstream MCU, I think, is amazing. Like, when I saw no way home in theaters and it showed the trailer at the end when it showed evil doctor strange the one who nuked this whole universe when it showed him out loud i was like no fucking way because i was just so shocked by that i was like oh my god they're actually fucking doing it less than a year after what have came out so yeah i'm beyond excited for doctor strange too hell yeah yeah it's gonna it's gonna be awesome uh what if i actually finished it i was gonna make a tweet about it i just never did so I probably should have done that before, but I think that uh, I think it was episode three or four of the Doctor Strange episode is clearly the best episode. It is definitely the best written, the best animation, best action, best story. And it feels like it was done on purpose, like looking back on it, because they were going to introduce it into the multiverse of madness. So if you guys haven't seen that episode and you haven't watched What If, just watch that one for sure, because it is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's Doctor Strange is more fucking deadly than Thanos. So, because Thanos only destroyed half the universe, Doctor Strange fucking destroyed the entire universe. So, yeah. And they even said that in the trailer, too. He was like, the most dangerous threat to our world is you. It's like, oh, shit. Dude, I still think Wanda's going to be the big baddie. I don't know, man. Wanda can't destroy a whole universe, man. I don't know, man. We'll see. Hey, you know what? It's coming out in May, only a couple more months. And you know what? Maybe. Just maybe I'll do a trip up to Tampa and hang out with you that weekend and we can go see it opening weekend. Yeah, sounds good. That's what I said for Spider-Man, so we can do it for Doctor Strange. I know. Spider-Man fell through, but uh, maybe for Doctor Strange we can do that. Yeah, dude, let's do it. All right, Brad, bring us into your number two. Uh, my number two is probably one that you guys are probably going to have at your number one. I'm going to assume, and that is Matt Reeves, the Batman. We are all pumped for it. We are you all excited. Whore. We are all Batman fans. <laughs> I won't steal the thunder from all you guys because I know you guys are really going to want to get into it and talk about how excited you are. So I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. My number two is going to be one that's already been mentioned. So uh, I also don't want to like rehash it, but Thor Love and Thunder, um, you know, Taika Waititi knocked it out of the park with Ragnarok, kind of giving Thor a much needed character upgrade for the mainstream audience. And the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in it. Everyone loves them. 
Uh, I don't think they're going to be in it too much, though. I think they're just going to be in the beginning, and then maybe at the end they might come in to help save the day. But I don't think they're going to be in the whole entire movie. But Ugh. I think this movie is going to be fun. Jared said it earlier. It doesn't need to be Game Changer. That's not what I'm looking for in this movie. I want the same experience I got with Ragnarok. I just want to have a good time. So, uh, yeah, Thor is my number two. Well, that would be disappointing if they're not in it that much. Like, that would actually I don't be think really they are. I, it's going to be Thor's movie. I think that they're going to be in the beginning to like set up why he's with them. And then Thor is going to be like, hey, I got to go do this. He's going to go off. And then out of nowhere, you're going to see Star-Lord storm in at the end and be like, bro, I got you. And they're going to save the day. But I don't think that that middle part of the movie, they're going to be in it. Huh. Damn. Well, I hope you're wrong about that one. Good lord. That would be a huge letdown. All right, Jared, what's your number one? Well, Brad basically just said it. Of course, my number one is the Batman. Brad, the reason I said you're a whore just now is because pretty much everyone I know has this movie at one and you have it at two. I'm like, oh my god, of course that boy does. Um, but yeah, man, of course it's the Batman. Like I said this in my video. It was like I gave every movie a fair shot. I went through every single like movie coming out this year and I gave them all a fair shot about what could be like what the list was gonna be. But I I knew the whole time pretty much that the Batman wasn't gonna be number one. Sure enough, it was like goddamn. First of all, Batman's awesome. He's like the only thing from DC that I like besides uh Watchmen. And I like I like the Suicide Squad as well. But yeah, like this movie looks incredible. The trailer we've seen trailers for almost two years now, so we've had almost two years of hype. The trailers look incredible. Robert Pattinson, I've always been on the hype train for him. I think he's a great actor. Um, he's gonna be a great Batman. I like how they're doing a more goth, more violent Batman. That's something really cool. Um, I like how it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be seven, but as a Batman movie, which is awesome. They're doing like the Riddler's a serial killer, so they're really kind of doing something new and different and more kind of updated for modern times and more grounded, which I think is great. It's not connected to the DCEU, which I think is amazing because I haven't been a fan of that. So the fact that it's like a clean slate's great. And Matt Reeves is great too. Like he's done a lot of horror movies. And I, this movie almost looks like a horror movie in a lot of ways, honestly. So I think he's a great choice to bring this movie to life. Yeah, I can't wait. Just two more months, less than two months. And uh, I'm so excited for the Batman. Can't wait. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a whore because I didn't put it at a, a number one, but I let yeah, you. I let you. I could have like just talked about it. Number... <laughs> I I could have been like just talking about how much I really enjoyed it. And you didn't have nothing to talk about, but there's a reason why it's not number two for me because my number one pick is Colors of the Flower Moon by Martin Scorsese. I am a massive fan of him, as I've probably gone over plenty of times on the podcast at some point or another. And you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, who is easily my, like, top five favorite, like, currently right now. I absolutely love him. Jesse Plemons, Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro. This movie is going to be incredible. It's probably going to be best picture. It's probably one of the best movies of the year. I love The Irishman. And he's doing a Western type of movie. It, even as it's a crime drama aspect that he's really good at doing, having the Western aspect does make it a little bit more interesting. It's something he hasn't really dove into all that much. So I have to have number one, as, as much as I'm excited for Batman kills of the flower moon is going to be amazing. Like it's just going, it has everything right. And I heard the source material is pretty good too, of the actual nonfiction book. So you can't beat him. You can't beat Scorsese himself. Fuck superheroes. Martin Scorsese for the win. 
So yes, I do think we both know what my number one is. It is the Batman. It's coming out in just a little bit. Um, I had hoped that Brad would also put the Batman at number one, and then all three of us could be like, yeah, we're the Batman bros, but he had to ruin that. So, I mean, everything Jared already said, he's already (laughs) said it all. Like, it looks great. But you know what I will tell you is I'm done. I'm pulling a Brad. I'm done watching trailers for this movie. So the the Batman and the cat trailer came out. I didn't even watch it. I didn't read about it. I don't know what happened in that trailer. I don't want to know. I saw the two trailers that they've already released over the course of the last two years. I'm sold on the movie. I don't want to see anything else. It looks awesome. I'm here for it. Also, yes. there are, uh... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Trey's join the Brad Bandwagon Club. No trailers. I'm done watching trailers. No more new ones. I'm done. I'll watch the old ones again, but that's it. Yeah. Jared, what were you going to uh, say? Oh, I was going to say, I forgot to mention, too, that they're actually saying that Batman in this movie, the way he's portrayed, they said he was actually inspired by Kurt Cobain, who's my favorite musician of all time. And they actually did play a Nirvana song, something in the way in that first trailer. So that also gets me hyped. I don't think Kurt Cobain could, like, you know, beat someone to death like Batman did in that trailer. But, I mean, I definitely get the whole vibe and everything. All right. So, yeah, that was a pretty good top ten list. I'm actually surprised that none of us said Black Panther. None of us said Fantastic Beast, and none of us said Aquaman, so I'm actually a little bit surprised on that one. But, um, I mean, I guess if that's the if that's our top ten list, we can go ahead and round out the episode, unless anyone else has anything they want to chime in and add. Uh, I have a few questions. I want to over-bombard everybody, but I have a pretty interesting one. I want to know... What will our be our own most disappointing movie of the year so far? It could be a movie that we have mentioned already in passing, or it could be just any movie, not necessarily the worst, but the most disappointing movie. Okay, so this upcoming year. Yeah, that's coming out this year. Okay, that we think could be disappointing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so there's whatever. There's definitely a difference between disappointing and worst. Um, Disappointing for me, I I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but I don't really care. I think Black Panther is going to be the most disappointing. And while Ryan Coogler is coming back to direct, they don't have um, Chadwick Boseman anymore. And they made a super dumb decision to just leave out the T'Challa character I think that they should have recast it. I think that that would have been more honorable, like passing on the torch. And, you know, they've recast like with Dumbledore, Um, the actor that played Dumbledore in the first Harry Potter died. They didn't just get rid of Dumbledore. He's a very important part of Harry Potter. They just had someone come in and recast it. And I think they should have done that with Black Panther. The T'Challa character is very important in the MCU. And now we're just going to say, fuck T'Challa, like he's not there anymore. I think that this movie is going to fall apart. Um, I don't think they know what to do with this movie, to be honest. And I think they're rushing it. I think you're absolutely right, honestly. I think it's going to tank. Um, I will say that I do agree with not recasting it because it just wouldn't feel the same. So I'm okay with them retiring the character. As for Dumbledore, it, well, that was based off the books. So you can't just write Dumbledore out the books. They kind of had to keep him around. But this is original stories that, sure, it's based off the comics, but they're still doing original shit. So you don't need to have um, 
know it's a taller show up again. But yeah, I think you're right. I think that's going to be a very disappointing movie. Okay, so my most disappointing movie of the year is one that I was like kind of conflicted on. Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, Black Adam. Um, I know people have been really excited for this movie. I know people really see interest to see how the rocks and play black Adam, then eventually fight Shazam at some point or whatever. I know there's going to be a bunch of other small heroes that are going to be in this movie and black Adam's probably going to fight them, whatever the case may be. But I am not sold on this movie. I think that the team behind this movie isn't that strong, especially when the director has done the shallows, which I think is good. He did orphan, which I really like, but then did a bunch of Liam Neeson generic action movies. And then the jungle cruise, which I didn't really care for all that much. I don't see this movie being all that great. I think it has the potential of being a five or six out of 10 kind of movie, especially with DC's track record. Like maybe it'll be a surprise. Maybe it'll be the biggest surprise of the year, but I just, I, I don't think this movie is going to be all that good. I mean, considering that they cast the rock such a long time ago. And if this, if they really thought they had a great idea for this, I think they would have just at least made it or at least been working on it. It seems like, they just kind of pushed it off to the side for a long time for no particular reason, because I don't know if anyone wanted to pick it up. I don't know what the case may be. I think it's going to be disappointing. I completely agree with you. This movie is does not have a strong team behind it. And the rock is very charismatic, but that can only like pull the weight of a movie for so far. Well, it looks like all three of us are going with the superhero movie because I'm going with Morbius. So Morbius now has the very not great record of being the most delayed movie of all time, beating out the new mutants. So holy shit, like I forgot who said it, but it was like some big celebrity came out and like called Sony out on their shit. And he was like making fun of them and shit for that. And I think it's fucking hilarious. And yeah, like the fact that they keep pushing it back is fucking ridiculous, especially because coming out in January actually would have been really smart. Because nothing comes out in January right now. It's coming out between my top two of the year. It's going to come out between Doctor Strange 2 and The Batman. And I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots for doing that. Like, good Lord. And as for the movie itself, I don't think it's going to be that great. I mean, they've been hyping this up for like a couple of years now. But now I'm kind of not that excited because we've been waiting so long. And because that um, we saw now, because part of the, I was thinking No Way Home might make me more excited. But it actually made me less excited for it because... I don't think it's going to connect that much, honestly. Like, because we saw at the end how Venom kind of got beamed back to his reality and shit and all that. So I actually don't think it's going to connect all that much. I think it's going to be very standalone. Um, Jared Leto, I'm actually not, despite the fact that we share a name, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I think he's a huge weirdo. I think that guy's definitely a fucking serial killer. I don't know. He's not, he's not my favorite person is what I'm trying to say. And so him being like this vampire, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, it's got potential, but I think that's probably not going to be that great. And I think they're really kind of, expecting a lot from that and that's why they keep pushing it back but i think that both the box office and the critical response is going to be a, a lot less than what sony's going to want completely agree with you i i i can actually see this happening i like the idea of morbius i think is really cool we're getting this character but unfortunately the trailers weren't all that amazing particularly to me i thought they were just average and i was thinking like this could be bad and the fact that they just keep pushing it is 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 a strong sign because i think if it was good i think they would have just kept it in january maybe because of scream maybe because they want no way home to make more money maybe because of the new 
variant and the virus. I don't know what it is, but I, I have to agree with you. I don't think this is a really good idea. I think it's going to be really disappointing. I, I think people are really excited for this movie. I, I never really was when I saw the first trailer. I was like, oh, this is this is not what I want. This is this looks like it's going to be like the first Venom, which I didn't really care for. So mm. we'll see. I Can forgot to talk- mention that too. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say real quick. I forgot to mention that too, that even though I did like Venom 2, I didn't think it was amazing. And Venom 1's not that good. So this whole Sony shared Spider-Man universe, they're they're not off to a good start. So they don't have a good track record going into it either. Can we talk very quickly before we end? Because um, we are getting to the butt end of it. Can we talk really quick about the worst of the year? Because there is a difference between the worst and the most disappointing. Um, I'll go ahead and start off. The worst, I think is going to be and we're not talking about streaming movies um like thunder force was terrible but that was only for streaming we're talking about stuff that's like (laughs) we know is going to theaters for me it's an own wilson movie with uh jennifer lopez called marry me i think that pile of dog shit is going to be the worst movie of the year theatrically that is the whole premise is he's at a concert standing in the crowd she points him out they get married come on bro no that movie looks like trash. I mean, to be fair, if J-Lo asked me to marry her, I would do it without hesitation, too. But that's I would, too, deal. but, but yeah. that does not make a movie. That's not a movie plot. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. I'm, I, I did see the trailer for that. Actually, when I was doing my research about looking at all the movies coming out this year, apparently that's one of the most anticipated movies of the year, according to, like, Fandango or some shit. So there's a lot of people that are excited for like that one. But one uh, of the most anticipated movies to give me diarrhea. That movie looks terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it does look pretty fucked. Because I saw how it happens in the trailer too. It's like some random girl just hands him a sign. He holds on to yes, it. Yes, because one of right her hit him. songs is called "Marry Me." Yeah, and because her husband was cheating on her or some shit. Yeah, so I don't even want to. Honestly, I'm getting upset. I don't even want to talk about the movie anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> so, Jerry, what's what do you think is gonna be the worst? Well, okay, this is probably not going to be the worst movie of, like, the year. Like, this is probably going to be a better movie than Marry Me. But in terms of movies that I'm ex- at least interested in, I think this is going to be the worst out of all, all those. And so, for me, it's definitely going to be Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. I think that movie's going to suck ass. All right, now, I'm a diehard, diehard Harry Potter fan. That was the first franchise I ever got into. I was five when the first movie came out. I remember I saw that. Uh, when it showed the shot of Dumbledore... Uh, taking out the lights, the deluminator, right, right from then I was hooked. Like right at there at that moment at age five. That's like one of my earliest memories, actually, is of that of me watching that. And I remember I was just so entranced by that. Been a huge Harry Potter fan ever since. The books, the movies, the games, all that. Love that franchise so much. Um, Crimes of Grindelwald, one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. I do not know what the hell they were thinking with that. Actually, I remember when I saw that movie, um, there was a mom and, a, and like, a kid in my row, like, three, four seats down. During the final battle sequence, I heard the kid say, he was like, Mommy, I don't understand what's going on. And the mom was like, yeah, I don't either. So e- even the adult in that situation was like, what the hell? And, yeah, so this movie, okay, I don't want to rant, rant about it too much because I know we're kind of getting to the end. But, like, if you're, like, a Harry Potter fan, that trailer broke so many of the Harry Potter rules that's established. Like, the fact that a fucking muggle is in Hogwarts, it's been established time and time again that muggles cannot see Hogwarts. If a muggle saw Hogwarts, they would just see a construction site. A muggle would not just be hanging out inside of Hogwarts or have a wand. God damn it. So I'm getting fired up just talking about this. But, yeah, the, the J.K. Rowling, of course, is coming back to do it. She can't seem to follow the rules of her own franchise, which I think is fucking ridiculous. 
And she's also a really shitty person. We know that now to the point where no one even really wants to be associated. Even the cast doesn't really seem like they want to be associated with her, honestly. Even with the 20-year reunion, apparently they said that she was invited, but I think that's bullshit. I don't think she was invited, if I'm being honest with you. I think they just said that she was, but she wasn't. And this is, so the fact that the creator is doing it is actually not a good thing. And yeah, I, I, the trailer was not that great. It comes out on my birthday as well. And so it's probably going to be my birthday movie, but I'm probably going to have a pretty sad birthday, honestly. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> But like I said, Crimes of Grindelwald fucking sucks, and this I don't think is going to be. I'm definitely interested just because it's Harry Potter. I'll be there day one just because it's Harry Potter, but I'm not excited for it. Also, Mads Mikkelsen is now taking over as Grindelwald. I hate recasting, and I think Mads Mikkelsen's great. I think he's a great choice, but just the fact that it's going to be a different different version, the same Alan, I just nothing about this movie is making me confident about it, and I think it's going to be a really bad movie. I love that rant, so I. I thank you for having that rant because <laughs> yeah, that, that crimes of Grindelwald is very, very, very disappointing. I have to admit to you on that. Um, I, I could have listened to a whole like 20 minutes of you just on that rant. I think that was really funny. <laughs> You're oh, like, my review oh, yeah. might be one. We'll see. <laughs> so my potential worst movie of the year that's based on what we know is coming out. I have an honorable mention and I have another one. So my honorable mention is a movie that probably no one knows is coming out. It's actually coming out in like two weeks or whenever this video gets released. And that's called The King's Daughter. Now, the reason why is because it has Pierce Bronson in it. But when I did some research on it, the movie was filmed in 2014 and was supposed to release in 2015. And they're not releasing it until 2022 because I guess it was because the movie was so bad. They kept putting it off. It went from a different distributor. I mean... Holy shit, 2014 they filmed it? Like, that is going to be one pile of dog shit. I am going to see it. I'm really curious of how bad it is and how edited and shit. I I'm really excited for it. But I put it on there as honorable mention because no one knows what it is. But my number one has got to be the Mario movie. Holy fuck, it's going to be bad. It is going uh, to be yeah, bad. Yeah. I, I know we made fun of it. and I know the internet just destroyed it. But let me tell you, this movie is going to be shit because, like, it's illumination. Like, I could have easily put Minions on this list, but, like, somehow, some way, I actually think the new Minions movie is going to be better than this. I mean, this, this is exactly what I hate about the animated movies that have big budgets like this. And they get random actors and I throw them into the movie that don't really make any sense and that they're going to take someone like Mario. They're going to make it look awful. It sure will be better than Super Mario Bros. movie. Some, you know, that awful shitty 90s movie. But man, I really think this movie is going to get memed straight from the trailer. And it needs to be one of the most memed and dunked on movies of the whole year. And you could say it's a family movie. It's made for kids. But most, a lot of, lot of Mario fans are older because the franchise has gone around for so long. So I think it's inexcusable. I don't think it's a Space Jam situation. I think like if this Mario movie's bad, it deserves to be bad because there's a lot of Mario fans out there. So if this movie sucks, fuck you, Illumination. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting a Mario and a Sonic movie in the same year. I didn't even think about that till just now. Sonic's gonna be better. Yeah, probably. And that's that how first the Sonic, had the first one. So honestly, that was not that bad. The first Sonic was kind of enjoyable. It was okay. 
But yeah, uh, you're right about Illumination, Brad. They make awful movies. And yeah, Mario, because we already had the one. For, I don't think I don't think you mentioned it. Did you mention the live action one just now? I don't think you did. But uh, yeah, it mentioned the '90s one of how bad okay, it was. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I saw that one just drunk as shit, and I still have nightmares about it. But um, yeah, dude. Like the fact that they already kind of tried this once and it didn't work is yeah. And granted, animation, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I, everything I agree with everything you said. That's probably that. That will probably be the worst movie of the year, honestly. That's probably gonna be a big Razzie winner for sure. When you think of Mario, what's the first first thing that comes to your head? It should be that he's Italian, right? And has an Italian accent. The whole point of his character, it's a me, Mario. That's part of the joke. And I read an article that Chris Pratt's not going to be doing that accent. So what, it's just going to sound like Chris Pratt? Come on, that's not Mario. <laughs> Dude, people are going to be fucking livid if that's like, He's going to have to do it at least once. Like, come on. He said he's not. Oh man. Yeah, the the writer for this Mario movie, he has written the new Minions movie, Rise of Gru. He also wrote Lego Movie 2, the second part, which I thought was okay. But he also was a writer for Big Mama's Like Father Like Son, which is a god fucking awful movie. So I, I don't trust Matthew Fogel. I'm sorry. You might you might be a nice dude if you listen to this podcast, but Hang on. I don't trust you writing this movie. His name is Fogel. Like yeah. super bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm automatically not trusting him, but just based on that alone. What type of fucking name is Muhammad? Is no one Fogel? has that name. There's no last name. <laughs> it just says Muhammad. I love how even though his name is Fogel, like he still got like an even stupider name, McLovin. <laughs> that shows how inept that character was. But yeah, don't trust a man named Fogel. Jared Fogel, goddammit. Jared Fogel, the guy who has my fucking first name. And now all the times I got made fun of for being the subway kid in school because my name is really dark now because of him. Yeah, if his name is fucking Fogel, don't fucking trust him. All right, yeah. let's go ahead. I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I'm, just, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and round out this episode. Jared. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with uh, with your sincere goodbyes? All right, guys. So, yeah, this is our first episode of the year. So we're really excited to talk to you guys about these movies when they come out, because I'm sure we're going to have some spoiler streams. It's going to be a really fun time. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Jared Talk Cinema. Like they were saying, my channel is now back up and running. So I actually do have videos coming out, which is great. And on social media, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Jared Talk Cinema. And you can find me on Twitter at you shot my deer. Nice. So you guys can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at let's be real with Brad. All right. And my name is Trace. You can find me on YouTube at Pierce Productions. You can also find me on Instagram under Pierce Productions YT. And you can find the Only Film Fans podcast also on Instagram where we will continue to post updates and fun little posts on there to kind of engage with you guys a little bit more and uh going forward we are going to be pumping out a lot more content i know that with the holidays it was a little bit crazy but now everyone seems to be back on track so thank you for sticking around to the end and we will see you guys next time see ya see ya